This is Killer, sitting across from Blake. How you doing, Blake? Good. Thanks for having me on. Ah, I really uh, appreciate you guest hosting. Yeah, absolutely. I, I expect mean, payment. Maybe, maybe, if we ever yeah. make money. Uh, Blake's filling in this week because Christina's out sick. So is she, she sick? Uh, uh, she I think she's just tired of doing this, and she's scared of coming out here. She told me that she was being a groupie. For the sensational space shifters. I have no idea what that means. So they're on tour, so I guess she's somewhere in Washington or something. Sensational space shifters. Band now. Ah. Okay. So, I mean, it's cool. I mean, she's yeah, she's made doing a what she wants. Yeah. yeah. She's living her life the way she wants to live it. Yeah. So. Trying to uh, get into Robert Plant's crosshairs, I think. <laughs> Trying to have that that one last love child. Yeah, get the prenup, yeah. and uh, she's set. Yeah, that's all. That's all she needs. Yeah, it's pretty smart if you ask me. Yeah, I if I could do that, I I probably would have. Who's your celebrity that you'd go after? Oh man, I really. I don't think I I don't have a big name celebrity. I mean, there's I like Kate Blanchett for some strange reason. She's weird. Okay. What is she in? Oh, man. She was... She's in that new movie. I think it's called Clara or something like that. She plays like a lesbian. Oh, okay. (laughs) But I can't remember the... I don't know if... Maybe it's Carol. I I don't know. Okay. She's... She's... It's it's like a weird... A weird... uh, Like, why would you pick her over... Like, you could have anybody. Yeah. I'm not attracted. I don't find Angelina Jolie very attractive. No. And like, I mean, the of the big name female actresses out there, uh, female actresses, obviously they're female. You'd want a female, I guess. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. But like, I'm not attracted to Sandra Bullock. And she's she, attractive. She is attractive, but I find her really annoying. Oh. Well, that's sad. What about Julia Roberts? Also, very annoying, and the, there's so much teeth there. Her, t- her tooth-to-gum ratio is a little off, but... Yeah. <laughs> How about her teeth-to-lip ratio is really off? Let's keep in mind that we're normal, and they're celebrities. Yes, and... yes, yes. I understand that. Okay. So... Well, I've got a couple names. Okay. Leah Remini. Okay. Jennifer King... Aniston. You you have Leah Remini because of King of Queens. Yeah, big time. So probably my favorite show. Yeah. Okay. So if we're gonna go in that realm, uh, there's an actress named Yvonne Strahovski. She was on a TV show called Chuck. Oh, I know who that is. So. Yeah. But she's not a she's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people you would say that name and they're like who? Yeah. So. Well, then I said Jennifer Aniston. She's pretty big. Yeah. And hot. And I think she's got a good ratio. She's not... Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And she's held up really well for like 45. I thought she was older than that. She might be. I don't know. Why has she never been married? Or she, is, she has been married. Why has she like never found permanent love? I feel so bad for her. She's married now to the guy from Leftovers. Oh, really? Yeah. They got married. Good for him. So... And then I mean maybe uh, she never got over Brad Pitt. Uh yeah, that was a really that was kind of a dick move on his part. What do you do? Like he, he made a movie with Angelina Jolie and then they, uh. they that's that's how they got they got together. Well, they although I really love the movie Mr. and Mr. Mrs. Mrs. Smith. Smith. Yeah. So. Hmm. But you can't really hold it against him cuz he's Brad Pitt and yeah. Well, he is. He can do what he wants. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Fisher. Okay. I love her. Yeah. Actually, I, I love Pam more than her, but still, she's Pam to me. Yeah, she'll always be Pam. I I watched uh, three episodes of The Office last night. The orig- the the season premiere of season two, The Dundies. 
Okay. <laughs> that was it was on uh channel forty seven. <laughs> I love Office so much. Like I like like the first few seasons of the Office. That's, I think that's the best few seasons. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh I mean I've got I don't even I don't have the last season on D V D but I got the other all the other seasons. Yep. And I I can go back and rewatch the first couple seasons every now and then yep. and just be super happy. Yeah. That's something I record just have just to watch. Yeah. I need to blow off some time. The last uh name is Brooke Burns. Brooke Burns. Why do I know that name? She was on Baywatch, but I didn't know her from that. She hosted a show on Game Show Network called Dog Eat Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's. I don't think she's hot anymore, but she, at the time, preteen okay. Blake loved her. Preteen Blake. Okay. Blank. Blank. <laughs> so you could be Twink, uh, Chipmunk, or or Blank. Uh. Blank. All right, Twink. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Man, yeah. I guess, yeah. So Kate Blanchett, Yvonne Strahovski. Uh, man. That's... I'm on a spot and I can't think of any. I rattled off four. I, yeah. You can tell I think about this a lot. Yeah, you do. Uh, you can tell my mind's not in that, that realm no. anymore. I'm... You're happily married and... You had a kid. Yeah, no. What the hell? Well, I, yeah, I knew you knew that, but yeah. I was just telling the audience. Yeah. Yeah, hey, audience, I had a kid. So December 22nd. This, this December 22nd, his name is Ranger Baseball. That's not his real name. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Ranger Baseball. He was 6 pounds, 6 ounces, 20 inches long. Is that? Full head of hair. Is that? Oh, really? Yeah. Is 6 pounds a lot or not? 6 pounds is, uh, 6 to 7 pounds is about about average is normal. He didn't go full term. He was supposed that's to be January tenth. Yeah, that's so he was like what two, two and about half two weeks? and a half weeks early. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, he came out early, but he came out fully healthy. Uh, had to do a like right when he came out. It was kind of scary. He had to go down to NICU, which is basically intensive care for babies. Uh oh. But it was only because. When he was when he came out, he swallowed some uh, some fluids, so they basically his lungs had to absorb the fluid into his body, and had to clear it out, and then we had to start eating and stuff before we could take him up to the room. Was that like a pretty crazy situation at the time? Or? Uh, you know, it was weird because uh, multiple things like whenever my wife had a C-section, so whenever this happens, and you're the father, you go into the room and stuff. They they already have her opened up, and whenever that, uh, you could like I could see him and I could hear him, and I so I walked over to where they they hadn't they cleaned him up and put a covered him up and put a diaper and everything on him, so and I I got I got to touch him and everything. I go back to my wife to tell her how everything was. I see guts and stuff laying on the side or laying on her legs and up on her stomach and stuff like that because they had to cut her open, pull the stuff out, pull the baby out, and then put the stuff back in. Her guts were yeah. on her legs? Yeah. Like her intestines and stuff were all hanging out. Okay. It's kind of nerve-wracking. I was going to ask, since she did have a C-section, how is that different for you? Because I know with like a, t like a normal oh, birth. Oh, man. So normal birth, you could get to the hospital at 7 in the morning and still be in labor at 7 o'clock the next day. Well, I'm talking about like just the room. Like you're in the room. Oh, the room was. Then the doctor kind of, hand. I don't know. You No. Know okay. What me. what happens What happens is when C-section is, I'm, I'm assuming a lot, they give, sometimes they give the uh, the father the option to cut the cord. Yeah. But I didn't care about cutting the cord. No? I, no. I didn't. Seems kind of cool. On that part, I was like, you know what? You guys are trained professionals, <laughs> and I don't want to cut it too long, too short. I don't want to screw something up. You didn't want your kid to have an Audi? Yeah. <laughs> so, which, by the way, that, that whole thing is the belly button thing. They mm -hmm. tie it off, and they clamp it, and it just hangs there, and it eventually just rots off. You're saying a lot of grotesque stuff, and I, I don't like it. Well, these are things that happen. 
That's why I told you before we recorded, you could be a great dad if you could just pick up the kid when he's five years old. This okay, first what? few months thing you wouldn't like. Well, I don't think I would like any part of it. But what is the first? Well, so far, I mean, how's it been? A lot of diaper changing? A lot crying. of diaper changing. Not as much crying as one would think. Our kid's actually pretty good. Good. Uh, he will be fussy every now and then, but for the most part... I'm fussy every now and then. Yeah. He's uh he's pretty quiet. Like, Although, like, when he sleeps, he'll make little weird noises here now and then, which is kind of nerve-wracking because you don't know what's going on. You're not sure if he needs something or... But, yeah, it's pretty fun so far. Good. Sounds like you got a good kid. Yeah. Except for he'll... He will randomly, like, when you're changing him, if you don't do it fast enough, he will pee all over the place. Yeah. I've heard boys have that problem. Girls have that problem, too, from what I understand. But boys arc it up a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) We've, uh... We've had to rewash many an outfit because uh, he's peed all over it. Yeah. So let's see. You. What's been like? What three weeks? Uh, four. This Friday will be four weeks old. Wow. Is it going by pretty fast? It's going by fast, and he's growing fast. Good. I think he's at least grown an inch since we brought him home. He's probably over. He's probably close to seven and a half pounds now. So you said off the top, his name is Ranger Baseball. Yep. So you want him. In your a dream scenario, you want him to play for the Rangers? Uh, I'd rather him be a tennis pro. No, actually, yeah, I'd okay. like I love him to play for the Rangers. Okay. What is Kristen's, your wife's dream scenario? Uh, that he's a biochemist. Biochemist. <laughs> she. She really wants him to be more academic and and stuff, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like academics is cool, but I'd really love sports. Yeah, let's try and get that college tuition paid for. Yeah. Or just go straight to the draft. Yeah. Give you a little bit of time. Right out of high school. You get drafted, then you, we can we can work a college tuition into your contract. Yeah. That's really easy to do. Where is he going to get the athleticism from? Oh, uh, his grandfather, both of his grandfathers were very athletic. And I just went the route of music instead of oh, heavy sports. Yeah. But my father was a defensive end. Dang. Okay. All through, all through high school and then... Decided to go into the Navy instead of going to college. And then uh, my father-in-law was a shortstop and outfielder, pitcher, and played tailback. And is a big Nebraska guy. Okay. So I guess that answers my question. Yeah. There's there's athleticism. And, like, my brother was an offensive, line, offensive lineman for a while. So it's not like there's... Not athletic skill. I just decided not to well, I've only culture seen, mine. From your family, I've only seen you and Kenneth. And my other cousin. You met Darren. Darren, okay. Yeah. I didn't know who you were talking about. Yeah, Darren, okay. <laughs> he He's not athletic. So in about 18 years, you'll have a major league prospect slash biochemist. Yeah. Hopefully. Or he'll be a golf pro, tennis pro. Something. He might be really big into swimming. Kristen was a big swimmer. What if he uh, is like a world-renowned tuba player? That's fine too. <laughs> you could teach him a thing or two. Yeah, he probably. Hopefully, he'll be better than I was because, like, because Kristen was actually a really good flute player. Okay. So <laughs> the kid's got. He'll be well-rounded. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Is He's there a kid number two? Uh, not yet. But I mean. Oh, I know not yet. There's been discussions. Okay. We're we're gonna wait a few little while before we decide. We're not gonna go like you're not gonna go 1920s where you have one every nine months. No, <laughs> that's physically impossible. By the way, uh, is it? Yeah, because you have to. The woman's body, I believe it's like six to eight weeks before she can start conceiving again. I had maybe great uncles. I had five great uncles that were born within 36 months of each other. All. Within 36 months? Had a kid, nine months. Had a kid, nine months. Had a kid, nine months. Had a kid. Five doesn't fit into there, though. Kid, nine months, nine months, nine months, nine months. So it's just four nine months. Hmm. But times are different. Yeah, they might have been a little premature, too, when they were popping out. But it doesn't matter. Well, they did it, I mean. Yeah. They they just had a midwife. 
I don't think they had their guts on their legs or anything. Yeah. But man. Anyway, whatever. Man, we we've minutes on this, so we we don't have time to go into your ice battle. Maybe, maybe third segment. Third segment. So, yeah, so we'll we'll hit that in the third segment. But we wanted to. Blake has a battle against ice. It's more so a battle against society. He doesn't want to conform. It's not conforming. I just have a better idea than all of y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, I read a really cool book that we can talk about later on, too. Okay. Well, what's it's coming a, up next? Ne- next, we're going to talk football. Good, bad, all bad. Soccer or football? Football. American football. Okay. Yay, football. This is segment two of Bear Stew 2.10, where if you can't understand us, then you're too soft. You're giving me a weird look. I don't get the comment. You shouldn't. So we're going to take football. Talk so football. that's an inside joke for somebody that, that listens to the podcast. It's not directed for one person, no. But Hi, it, Sean. It's not for Sean. Hi, Alex. Not. No, not for anybody. It's not for one. Hi, BD. It's not for any one person. If they have heard that line before from one of my hobbies, then they will understand it and they'll laugh and they'll get it. From your video game nope. podcast? No. This is my only podcast. I thought you did like a video game blog or something. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Okay. Let's get back to the point. All right. So the last podcast that we did was. Before Christmas. Yeah, we did a Christmas special, but that was just about Christmas stuff. We didn't right. talk about any sports or anything there. The one before that, the Cowboys still had a game against Washington. And I think the that first was game against Washington? Second game. That was before that. Anyway, a lot of college football has happened since then. Yeah, a lot. We've had the playoff. Like, I predicted, I thought Oklahoma would, would win. We both did. And we were proven extremely wrong. You know what we didn't think of? Bob Stoops. And Baker Mayfield. Well, I mean, they didn't do anything. It's like they didn't make any adjustments in the second half at all. They didn't do – well, the uh, that first that, – that OU-Clemson game, when I'm watching it, it felt like Clemson's like, okay, we're going to stop the run, and we're going to make Baker Mayfield actually beat us. Yeah. And the thing is – what game have you seen this year that Baker Mayfield actually beat the other team? A balanced offense is what's beat every team, and that's what I thought they could bring to the table, but they didn't. The fact that both of their running backs, P. Ryan and uh, Nixon. Nixon, were just like both got hurt. Like Nixon didn't show up at all; he was horrible, and P. Ryan. P. Ryan was fighting through it and even came out there with his leg completely bandaged up and tried to run the ball and just yeah. and just aggravated the injury. But Baker Mayfield made no help. He He's not the reason they, they lost, but he's a big part of the reason why they lost that game. Well, Clemson played you know, really Clemson well, especially played, in the second half. Clemson came out and shut him down. Yeah. And, I mean, they shut him down and then they're – their offense, God, Watson was so, so great. And watching that game, obviously I'm cheering for Oklahoma in a weird way because I had them in the national championship. Yeah. But I was glad Clemson won because they gave Alabama a hell of a game. Oh, they gave Alabama a great game. You take away the, the kick that, return. The kick return and that trick punt or trick kickoff. Oh, uh, the onside kick, yeah. Yeah, those two special team plays, you take yep. those out of those games and Clemson wins it. But you can't take them out, obviously, because well, it, it would have been a lot closer. But it, Saban had to go out of his comfort zone to get that win. Mm-hmm. He had to do things that Alabama doesn't do. But he's been known to do that in these big games. Yeah, like cause against Texas, he ran a fake punt. He, he, I mean, he does some weird stuff in big games. In big games, but like they get to the big game, he keeps it like 
to one plan the entire well, yeah, because he's got better players than the other team. Yeah. So, and, I, mean, I mean, it's easy for him to get them, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got that. You have the culture. Big time. So, uh, did you like how the playoffs were on uh, New Year's? No. I didn't either. There's too much I, stuff going on. There's way too much. I mean, the Stars game was on. Come on. Yeah, I had to, like, keep up with the, the Michigan State-Alabama game on through Twitter because New Year's stuff, Stars yeah. game. So, it it was real annoying, and it's going to be that way again next year. Would you rather have it <clears throat> on New Year's Day? Yeah. I think New Year's Day would be great. New Year's Day is for college football. Yeah. If, if not New Year's Day, does it have to be New Year's Eve? Can it, can it be the 30th? I, I wouldn't mind having it the day before New Year's Eve. And then you have your couple college football games on on New Year's Eve. And then you have the rest of your BCS Bowls. I mean, they used to have a BCS Bowl every day. Yeah. They didn't do them all at one time. And I wish they would go back to that. Another, <clears throat> And I don't know if you can have too much college football, but it seemed like there was a bogus bowl on every day. There was. And there were some bowls that you wouldn't they wouldn't show the stands at all. Yeah. Because there's I, nobody there. But the thing is, they were making money off of the bowl games TVs. Right. ESPN was making bank on every game. Even though there's nobody there, they're still making bankroll. Right. And I was thinking about thinking about these bowl games and stuff too. Like everybody complains that there's too many, that nobody really cares. If nobody cares, how are they able to sell advertising? They're still getting some ratings, and they're they might not be making a a big killing on the Boca Raton Popeyes <laughs> Bahama Bowl, but the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl. Yeah, but they're still making money off of it, and it's not hurting the local economies because the Cotton Bowl is just going to sit there. Might as well have. 15, 20,000 people come watch a football game there. It doesn't, it's run during the day, so they don't have to power up the lights. It's an open stadium, so there's no AC or heating issues there. I mean, it's going to be freezing. We've gone to the Heart of Dallas Bowl and froze our butts off. Yeah. I mean, you stole some kids' nachos. I didn't steal it. He left them there. Still kind of gross. They were like brand new. Anyway. The cheese is a little cold. That was it. That's it. <laughs> it was a freak. Plate we'll, we'll get into that in your battle against society. We'll, okay, okay. We'll, talk, we'll touch on that. But I but I worked the Heart of Dallas Bowl and the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and both crowds were bad. Yeah. Really bad. But you by watching it on TV, because they never showed the crowds. On purpose. Because they know that they're bad. Yeah. But the thing is, they still bring in money. Yeah, I just like the tradition of, you know, you'd have a couple low-end bowls a little bit after Christmas— and then right around New Year's, you'd have all the bowls, get yeah. it out of the way, you and have then you the had the the good bowl season. Yeah, I like that. That's like a week and a half of good college yeah, football. Yeah, I don't. It's over. I don't like that. Basically, December fifteenth is your first bowl game. That's way too much. It's a month of college football. Yeah, and that's what it is. It, and you have one every day. And the thing is, I know we have a whole season of college football, but we have like uh, a lot of rivalries, like yeah. SEC play, Big Twelve play. This like you're you're watching, like uh, the. Heart of Dallas Bowl was Southern Miss versus Washington. Yeah, because both of the the it's the Heart of Dallas is supposed to be Big Twelve and Big Ten, but if both if they don't have a qualifying school, then it becomes an outlier. Anybody that they want to well, I'm just saying I, I would can. if Ole Miss is playing LSU, I want to watch that. That's oh, a good yeah. rivalry. Like, Southern Miss and Washington probably never played each other. I wouldn't. I no. care less. But at the same time, like uh, Texas Tech played LSU. Down at the That's Texas Bowl, yeah. which I knew Texas Tech's gonna get run up. They they can't stop the run. Fournette, but anyways, but that kind of matchup you want to see. But you don't like you're saying if it's a couple teams, if it's directional school playing a state school. Yeah, I'm not interested. No, like if if you're a state school or if you're Washington or Washington State, I don't mind seeing you in a bowl game. But I don't need to see Southern Mississippi or Eastern Washington or no. those. I mean, I understand that the directional schools that went six and five. Yeah. Yeah. Or there was like Nebraska played UCLA this year, which on a typical thing, the names of the two schools, that's a matchup I'd want to see. Yeah. Nebraska, UCLA. Hell yes. 
But then when you realize that Nebraska was five and seven, like they weren't even eligible. They two years ago they wouldn't have been eligible for a bowl game, and now they're going. And there was I think there was four teams, three or four teams that were five and seven playing in a bowl game this year. Too much. And but it just I don't I think there are too many bowls, but I would only cut like three or four out of it. Because I would cut. Yeah, just condense it. You know, you don't. I I think anything. If you haven't been a bowl game since like '05, you shouldn't be a bowl game. I think 2005 was the cap. After that, you shouldn't. There shouldn't be any more. Yeah. Because it's supposed to re- be a reward for these programs, mm-hmm. and a lot of programs, like, are there. But some of them, like Nebraska, five and seven, a few years ago, they wouldn't have been in a bowl game. But since they're in Nebraska, they get to go. But if you say UT UT San Antonio wouldn't have got a bowl game at five and seven. No. So what? What if they did like a pool? Like you know, you put these four teams into a pool. You win your first pool game, then you match up with the second team. Like make it like a little mini tournament. That way, it means something. So like, almost like the uh, March Madness. But not on it, like. You need to respect the four, you know, top four schools. Yeah. But under that, you know, have the uh, the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, whatever it is now, match those teams up. That way, the second round is at least appealing. Yeah. You know, they're playing for a, you know, bucket of footballs or something. Have the problem is, it. when you run into that, you you prolong the the bowl season. Yeah. And. They will say these are student athletes, and school is like either they've already missed a lot of school for football to begin with. Yeah, so they're just basically they can only do so much practice time. Yeah, and you're just asking for too much out of the student athlete because they're they're not getting paid to do anything. You sure? I'm (laughs) quotating, but uh, just seeing. Seeing a team walk off after losing a bowl game is like so what? Yeah, usually because, I mean, they're they're either losing money. Most of the the smaller bowls, anyways, the teams are losing money. But yeah. at the same time, it's actually a re- good recruiting tool too. No matter what the bowl game is, to say, hey, we went to Boca Raton last year for a bowl game. That's cool. And I it, doubt kids from Southern Mississippi wanted to come to Dallas though. Oh, probably not, but at the same time, whenever they come here, there's have you ever been like you I know you just started with UNT, but during a bowl week there are all kinds of festivities that happen. Yeah. And the the kids are treated they are like like they're kings and they well, can do whatever they want. How was Nebraska treated? Hey, I know you're five and seven. They're probably treated the same way. Really? Yeah. Uh uh, the Cotton Bowl does it really well for all the players that come for the Cotton Bowl games. They yeah, have, I d- from big, big dinners, they usually do the uh, the uh, New Year's Eve at uh, South Fork. I may just have a bad taste in my mouth because I saw 900 Washington fans, maybe 2,000 Southern Miss fans, trying to get out of there before the tornado hit. It was just kind of a bad day. Yeah, there's it. A lot depends on. Like the school, because remember when we went I mean, for the it was OSU versus Purdue, Purdue, yeah. Which I mean, it wasn't filled, no. But there was still probably fifteen, twenty. That was a decent crowd, but like you said, each. that's a namesake matchup. Yeah, because both it was also very new. Yeah, and, and both, New Year's Day. Yeah, and the uh, it was Big Ten, Big Twelve, like it's supposed to be. Yeah, which is what the original thing. But the thing is, I don't think. Like the Big Twelve had enough schools qualify, but they were all they went to bigger bowls. Naturally. So. Yeah. But it's a better situation than uh, what the Cowboys ended up as. Cowboys ended up with a four and twelve record, and the fourth pick overall in the NFL draft. That's the only bright spot. That's the only bright spot. The down spot is what do you do with that spot? Well, that's the exciting part. I, it's exciting, but it's also nerve-wracking because there's so many things that this team needs, and there's so many things that 
the fans want. Yeah. It's like, and we have a Jerry Jones at the helm who could just pop off at any moment. Yeah, you never know. And you, for all we know, like he, come draft day, he'll say, okay, let's go ahead and do this quarterback thing. Which, can't argue with, but at the same time, you're like, if you want to win now, that's not the way to go. Yeah, and I don't want to give too much into the draft because I want to have an entire show for the yeah. draft. Yeah. But that's certainly... Like, okay, instead of that, instead of like what to do with that pick, because I'll say this now, I say trade it. I don't say trade it completely out of the first round, but... Where do you want to move back to? Let me get back on that one and give you, whenever we do a draft podcast, give you my thoughts. Well, just like mid-round, late-round? Mid-round. You want to move back a couple picks? I I would... If we could drop back to between 11 and 20, 11 and 19 that range. Yeah. I think we could get it. We still you still get a good quality player, most likely defensive. And yeah. then you and you could possibly especially with dropping with giving up the one, you can punt into a one and a two. Maybe. Yeah. So and which means you still get your your top pick and then you get your you still get your first round pick. You get your high second round pick, and you get somebody else's second round pick. Yeah, that, and that's what I was going to go with. Is not only do we have four, but we have thirty six mm-hmm. and what seventy. Yeah, that's the so exciting part. We've got three picks that could probably come in, and maybe start depending on how well we draft. Yeah, I don't expect another Randy Gregory to fall to us in the second round. No, I don't think we'll get that. We won't get a Lyle Collins on the free agency. No, we got. Well, we got kind of lucky with last year's draft. Yeah, but we, we I mean, still there's don't know what Byron is. I I think Byron's a safety. I do too, but he's he's got to force a turnover at some point. He's got to yeah. do something. So, I don't I, we'll we'll have a draft podcast where yeah. we talk all about that. But like, there's it just it honestly like I've been contemplating giving up my fandom. <laughs> Who are you gonna go to? I have no idea, but like I lean towards teams that like do good for a while but suffer in the end. Like my Oklahoma State, it's like they they do really well, then put a winning product on the field, but then they just fall a little bit short. Yeah. Be like a D- Detroit fan or something. I'm thinking Kansas City. Okay. I like Kansas City. Like. I like the program. I like Andy Reid. I like Andy Reid a lot, too. I like the city. I like just the vibe of Kansas City. That was really relaxed. and Yeah. It reminds me of Fort Worth. Midwest. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. But I've been a uh, pretty I hard Cleveland fan for a couple years. Yeah, I think I might take Kansas City as my AFC team. Okay. Because, I mean, right now, Cowboys is my on my team, but it's so frustrating. Yeah, if we if we take a quarterback at number four, I think I'm changing teams. Yeah, I can see that, but I I also see that we need a quarterback. I know we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll have a whole podcast to nothing but NFL draft. But I'm re- <laughs> really glad that season's over because it was twelve and four was so much fun watching important December football. Yeah, and then winning games. It was fun. It. It was refreshing from all the seasons that we've had. Yeah. It, it there was it was so much confidence. It's like okay, we're gonna win this game, even if it was gonna be really tight. Right, we got this. And then, you know the game that did that, the Seattle game is what gave us everybody confidence, because everybody's like, okay, this is gonna be tough this year. And then they they started out like they did like like they did, and then they get that Seattle win. You're like, okay. Yeah, it was weird because you start off week one and you get throttled by the 49ers. So you're like, well, here's 8-8 eight eight again. Yeah. Here we go. And then you win one. Okay. You win two. You win three. You win four. You win five. You win six. And you win yeah. seven. Yeah. That was, pretty, that was a pretty fun run. And you're like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. Because I remember everybody talking about what is going on. What is happening here? Is there is this is this his team of destiny? Is, like, is this – what we get to look forward to the entire time. Yeah, and then you drop Washington, 
then you drop Arizona, but then you rebound, and <sighs> it was fun. Yeah. But that may be it. That may have been the anomaly in Jason Garrett's career. Maybe. Let's hope not. But let's hope for the new Eagles management not liking DeMarco and uh, kind of doing a little deal to get him back. How about that? Unfortunately, I don't think you could see that happen until next year. No, but... But at the same time, the new Eagles coach is going to love DeMarco. Probably. He, I mean, he's a good player. He's a good player, and he fits the scheme that he he's bringing in. Which is? Peterson, he's bringing in the Andy Reid style. Oh, great. Yeah. But thanks, Chip Kelly, for ruining our <laughs> NFC, <laughs> NFC East rival. Yeah. It's pretty nice of you, and then just took off. Thank you, Tom Coughlin, for leaving New York in shambles, too. Is Ben McAdoo going to be their new head coach? Yeah, he's... That guy's a dork. You don't love his mustache? I hate his mustache. I hate his look. <laughs> he always looks, like, so confused. He like, looks like a he looks like Ned Flanders. He's just looking at this play he's like, oh man, what play is gonna work? I it, he sucks. If he was the coach of the Cowboys, I wouldn't be a Cowboys. Yeah, fan they're anymore. very like the their New York's offense has not been the problem. No, but well, you've got Eli, then you've got top three receiver in the NFL. Yeah, but it is whatever. I don't have confidence in that that coach. Yeah. Next year, next year will be fun. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, well, I mean, this year's still fun. We got Peyton versus Tom Brady. Yeah, it'll be a nice exit for Peyton to lose to Tom one more time. Right? I mean, there's no way they win. I, you know what? I really like Denver's defense, and I don't like New England's defense. No, not as much as Denver's. And the fact that they're playing up in Denver. Yeah, I, I know Kansas City made I it. Don't, uh, at the same time, I don't know if Peyton's got enough in it to get him across the finish line. And I don't think the I don't think Tillman and Anderson can do it either. I don't have faith in the, the Bronco running game. Yeah, this will be. The only faith I have is in McManus and that. Yeah, I mean, the defense is stout for sure. But, but in Tom Brady, we trust. My but God. Of, of his entire tenure, this is probably the worst offense he's been in. Oh, yeah. Like, and if you look across, normally you've seen stuff line, like Solder mm -hmm. and uh, the guard, Con I don't, I can't remember his name. But now it's like five dudes that you've never even heard yeah. of. And outside of Gronk, do they have a weapon? Edelman. Okay. Is he going to, who's the one that made that late hit? or the? Oh, that's Amendola. Okay. So and I, they have I, as of when we started recording today, they hadn't said anything about Amendola being suspended or anything. Okay. But uh, dude, Edelman went fucking nuts. I gotta bleep D that out. Dumped. <laughs> Edelman went nuts. Yeah. I thought, I forgot, I forgot, so actually, actually, I forgot he was back. Good yeah. for him. And then Steven Jackson. <laughs> Steven Jackson. Steven. Yeah, he's he's on the field. He blocks. Was he six rushes, 19 yards or something? I think so. I don't know. It he needs to retire. Well, let him get this last run. He was great. Yeah. But no. I am excited for Carolina, Arizona. Yeah. That's the one I'm real excited to. I'll be more excited if Carson Palmer decides to show up and play football. If well, we his line, if his line yeah. will block for him. I mean, well, he had time to make a few throws that turned into interceptions. He threw one that he just threw it flat foot. He's like, "What are you doing there?" Like, I had no idea. He's old. Leave him alone. Well, <laughs> so was so was Kurt Warner. Yeah. What a play by Larry Fitzgerald, though. Oh my God! I was, I, was, I really wanted him to score. Yeah. I'm glad he eventually did. But if he would have scored on that play, that would have been so great. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's up there with like the Music City Miracle. Because that was. I give Carson Palmer credit there because he was back in that pocket mm -hmm. for a long time, starts scrambling out to the right, and I'm like, okay, he's going down, he's going down. Who's he throwing the ball to? Holy crap, it's Fitzgerald. And, yeah. I, and at first I was like, okay, this is 15, 20, maybe 30 yards right here. And then he just kept going. I was like, oh. And he was like breaking tackles, avoiding stuff. It was like, And the, the funny thing is, like you see Clay Matthews come in and out of the screen a couple times because he – because Fitzgerald would just change direction on him, and he's like, oh, crap. Yeah. And just seeing the Green Bay defense just 
look scatterbrained right there. It was awesome. Yeah, and I think that's, that's they get they got what they deserved for what they did to Dez last year. <laughs> they got yeah, their hearts ripped the, out. The audacity of McCarthy to to go against the catch rule, dude. You not remember what happened fifty two yeah. weeks ago? So, Whatever. but back to that play. I think that goes a lot to Brett Favre because we're seeing quarterbacks do that a lot now, whether juke around and run around in the pocket yeah. somehow manage their way like Romo does all the time and you just remember? find how somehow find a receiver because Alex Smith did it in the Patriots game too. Yeah, you remember about I guess maybe it was Romo's first or second years of full starter. The St. Louis game. The St. Louis game looks like he's going to lose like thirty five yeah. yards. Yeah, and somehow pulls off a first down. I can't remember. Did he throw it to Austin or no, did he, he just ran? Did he run? Yeah, he just ran. Okay, I thought he threw it. No, that's uh, no, that was a scramble, wasn't it? That's when I knew I was I was in love. Oh, oh, young Romo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. This session has to stop now. Okay. So Up next, my battle against society. Yep. This is the third segment of Bears Do 2.10. We're going to talk about Blake's battle versus society. So what brought it up was uh, I was at Rudy's Country Store. Wait, Rudy's Barbecue and Country Store. Country Store store and Barbecue. barbecue. Sorry. I was trying to say it like mine now. And uh, I saw an extra cup laying around. Decided to give you uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. I appreciate that. I enjoy that. And the first things you notice about it. You have a a thing. <laughs> Every time, like, whenever I found this out, we've known each other at least five years, I think. I think so. And the first you brought me a drink, because I had brought you a drink mm-hmm. one time, and you decided to repay the favor. As I often do. Uh, you brought me a, a, weird way. a large soda with no ice. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Interesting, and I didn't say anything about it that time. But I just thought it was kind of weird. I was like, okay, maybe. Maybe he likes hot sodas. Yeah, maybe, or maybe. I remember when I worked at the movie theaters and stuff, and people would ask for soda at the concession stand with no ice. Ah, my friends, my comrades. But I, and the thing was, I was like, okay, you can have pure syrup. That's fine. It's <laughs> not pure. It's mo. It's it. Okay, the reason ice is in the drink is to actually help balance it out, so you you have a what the the soda was supposed to taste like. Because when you drink it without the ice, it it's more heavily more syrup, syrup than carbonation, th- which is not what it's supposed to be. No. So. But it's. Also, not supposed to be seventy-five percent water. No, no, no. But there is supposed to be more water put in it than is that comes out of the fountain. There's a threshold of time where that makes sense. Yeah, and depending if you depending on how long it takes you to drink a soda, but at the same time, just a little bit of ice actually isn't a bad thing to have in it. Uh, to clear things up, I don't like to put ice in any of my drinks because I don't want them to get watered down. Now, I've been told by people that I'm, I'm a sipper. It takes a long time for me to drink a soda, whatever. Yeah, that would. I mean, that makes perfect sense. If it takes you, say you get a, a medium soda and it takes you three hours to drink it, then yes, if you have ice in it, it's going to water it down. Yeah, I've just, so many times I've gone to a restaurant or fast food, whatever. I get a drink, you know, I get home, watching TV, whatever. I go to drink it, and it tastes terrible. Because all the ice has been watered down. You've got like a little bit of whatever you had left. And by the time you get to the bottom, it's all the uh, water at the bottom anyway. It's, it's a weakened soda. But if, you, if you're if you drinking soda, then it, it will ruin it. But if you're drinking like a glass of iced tea or lemonade, something like that, it doesn't hurt it. Lemonade? 
Because it like it has a it has like trouble separating. I feel like you have a layer of water, then the layer of sugar. I just think you have a little bit layer less sweet lemonade. You still have lemonade because all lemonade is. Well, is if sugar I wanted half water. lemonade, I would get diet lemonade. Won't get diet lemonade. No, I, I want lemonade. I don't want watered down stuff. Well, I I think you're you're missing out on some of the greatness that is ice. Ice, ice? makes things better. No. It makes it keeps it cooler longer. No, it makes the cup actually, sweat. The cup, well, that's true. The cup is not sweat at all. Yeah, there you go. So. And, and like, if you were to take a drink, okay, I got the drink like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, it still tastes like Diet Dr Pepper. It tastes like really high concentrated Diet Dr Pepper. No, I see. You're just nitpicking now. <laughs> but it's true. It's it tastes more concentrated. Because it's not diluted at all. Well, maybe it's a little flat because it's been sitting out for a while. Maybe. I don't know. But it's very – it's not so much where I won't drink it. You'll still drink it. Hell, yeah. It's free Dr. Pepper. And if I had to put in, you know, a pound of ice in there, you probably wouldn't be drinking it right now. It would be half water. Oh, it would be gone already. Yeah, I'd thrown the cup away already. Okay. That's, my, that's, I'm not what, complaining that's what I'm standing about it, for. But I, I just think – you look at me like, oh, you're getting nice again. I just think you're making a poor decision. <laughs> I think you make a poor decision. You're paying for 10 minutes of good soda. Well, you know what? If I'm only drinking 10 minutes worth of soda, that's better than me drinking an hour's worth of soda. But you're just losing money. Yeah. Yeah. I've got money. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> so that's my battle. I Well, that battle... And then you don't you don't like things to be wasted, at no. all. And mm. hence, like in the last segment we talked about last year, or what wasn't last year, but two years ago, we went to the uh, Heart of Dallas Bowl <laughs> when it was Purdue and Oklahoma State, which it was a very very cold day. Yeah, it was really cold. And uh, we're sitting there, and out of nowhere, I look over and you're <laughs> eating this bowl of nachos. And it's like. Where'd you get that? And you, you pointed over, and this kid had left the nachos sitting on the bench and walked away. I, <laughs> I watched this kid bring the nachos down from the concession stand, sit there, eat like two or three, put it down, and then him and his friends left. I was hungry. It was free. And nothing happened. Like this, They weren't <laughs> tipped on the ground or anything. They were fine. I think I still have the picture. <laughs> I think you do. It's on Facebook for sure. But the it just the whole situation is hilarious to me cuz I, I don't think I would have done that. No, a lot, a lot <laughs> of people wouldn't. I remember Casey being like just looking at you in awe too. Like we were all like did he really he he but just, What's what's wrong with that? What if the kid came back looking for his nachos? <laughs> Snooze, you lose. As I have nacho cheese all on my face, I don't know what happened to them. I think you had cheese in your beard. <laughs> Probably. They were good. Nachos are a messy messy food. They can be a very messy food. No, I just came up in the... I mean, my parents still instilled that you clean your plate. You know, you take eat what you take. But whatever. it wasn't your plate. No, you said that's why you ne- I don't like wasting stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean... No, I'm I'm clearly in the wrong eating those nachos. That's disgusting. Thank you. But at the time, I was hungry. I. It made sense. You know, I'm older and wiser now. You're at a, you're at a football game with a bunch of buddies. It it didn't really seem yeah. like it mattered too much. I we weren't supposed to be judging you. I was bored, and I'm still poor, but I was poor at the time. Free nachos sounded pretty awesome. Being poor sucks. I can attest to it. You can or could? I could. I can. Could. There you go. Because <laughs> you don't anymore. Good for you, by the way. You made. I'm still poor. You moved just, on up. If I had to live off my own income, I'd be really <laughs> poor. Well, you don't. That's true. Now you got a kid. Got a kid. Wife, house. Yeah. You're doing it. No, I'm not. You're doing well. I'm doing. You're your full time. I got that. Yeah, I got that going for Things me. Things have changed a lot in your life in the past couple of years. Yes, they have. For the better. Yes. Things and have gotten better for you, too. Yeah. So. I'd just like to point out that whenever I came into your life, it started a little bit better. Slowly but surely. 
I have that impact on people. You're a positive influence. Maybe I'll stop having ice in all my drinks. I'm I'm just I'm offering advice. Is there anything else that you go against society on besides free nachos? I'm a pretty big uh, conspiracy theorist. Yeah, we still haven't touched on that at all. We need to get Dan. Yeah, we need to go to Dan's house and record. Yeah, because I'm not going to have you and Christina just... Poo on you? Yeah, big time. Which I also want to talk to you about. Seems like Christina, whenever Christina came on, you just pulled down your pants and poo on me. I haven't pooed lay, on you at all today. Lay a big, she's not here. I didn't poo on you during the Christmas special. Okay, the first time when I gave you the rap song, oh, rap was fine. Eh, it's something you like. I'll do it. Whatever. She comes along. This is the worst song I've ever heard. You're a terrible human being. Go off. I said that song was, yeah, I did and say you were terrible for yes. making me listen to it and it being one of your favorites. It's a good song. It was horrible. We have differing opinions, so what? Yeah. That doesn't I, make me a terrible human being. But That song is kind of popular. It shouldn't be. We don't have to get started. I'm just saying. It seems but you haven't, you haven't given me another challenge since then. Why do you think? Well, you got to win me back. I'm still rubbing my head to get the smudge off my forehead from the dump you took on it. <laughs> I'm not giving you. I'm, no, the rap segment's done. I want another song. Give me another no. song. No. Give uh -uh. me one. Mm -mm. Give it to me. No, sir. Give it to me. <laughs> no. Well, Christina should be next time. Yes, back she should time. be back here. Hopefully she is impregnated by Robert Plant. Yeah, have a good, pretty good guitarist. Yeah. Your kid, the tuba player. Her kid, the guitarist. I'll have my dog. Yeah. I got a dog, too. Yeah. So... You can have a dog cool. and a kid. <laughs> no, I'm not having both. No, but I do want to have Dan on for conspiracy talk. Yeah. That'll be fun. Maybe we can, uh, since we are both going to the Super Bowl this year, Hey, maybe one day we can get Dan to, to come by. And yeah, we can let's just do record that. There, record there from Radio Row. Okay. Give me so. How are we going to do that? I don't know. That's something to figure out. No, I mean, do you want to, like, you want to cover, like, one conspiracy? You want to cover a lot? I don't know if we do stuff. If we do conspiracies, we're gonna do a, two or three. Yeah, because there's a couple of them. Like we could do an entire show on nothing but conspiracies. Oh, easily, for so, sure. But I'd like to know the conspiracies you want to talk to talk about, so I can research them a little bit. Okay. So uh, you can have somebody to rebut them. Rebut. Well, right? yeah, of course. I so. think Dan's more of a neutral ground kind of guy. Yeah, and I think. But he's he's good at poking the hornet's nest. Either way. Yeah. Like, we had a, a couple of years ago in New York, we had a pretty heated discussion about 9-11. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I was doing all that off the top of my head. I didn't have any research done. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. Doesn't it's mean I, I have much research this time fun. either, but... I'd also, I do want to cover making a murderer. Oh, yeah. Because that could also be conspiracy, maybe. I think there's conspiracy, but I think he did it. Do you? Yeah. But... Save it. Yes. We'll do that next week. Making a murderer next week, although everybody else has already covered it. Well, I, I'd like to talk about it. I have yeah. a voice. I have an opinion, too. Okay? Okay. Okay. Just back off. Next week, we're also going to talk about how great Netflix and Hulu and Amazon have become. Because yeah. they're completely wiping out network television. Yep. Until then, we're changing lanes in the Grand Rapids. Adios, mofo. <laughs>